Okay, wait. Fuck. You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 163rd episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is uh, little guy Matt in Minneapolis. Just kind of nothing going on. Not not really a big week or anything. Uh, this is Spencer in Boston, and actually, I feel like maybe there's a few things going on. No, it's pretty normal. I think I usually do the intro and just kind of casual. It's not really. I don't know. You done anything cool this week, Spencer? Anything amazing, life changing happened to you recently? Well, um, you know, now, now, now that I think about it, you know, the Tour de France is on, so that's, I guess, maybe what you're talking about? Seems uh, weird. I don't know if for I me, call it life-changing. I mean, the way I'm kicking your guys' butts in Bella games, that's life-changing. <laughs> I'm going to have... It's going gonna, it's gonna to definitely change my life, but uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. it's not going to help me grow up. It's probably going to make me more childish, and it's, it feels... Does anything, like adult happened to you or tim this week or anything (laughs) well you know i think i think i know what you're getting at little guy and uh i'm sure all our astute listeners know that uh um i got married this past weekend yay Um, you did it was great it was beautiful yeah just yesterday in fact and you were there so that was was. that was pretty cool to see you in person it's great uh it's been a while but you are back in minneapolis now i am still here in boston and tim he is also not in attendance on the podcast this evening, and uh, yeah. we all know Baby Watch 2017 is in full swing. We've been on the been on the watch for the last couple weeks, and uh, things have come to a head. So he is uh, mm-hmm. unavailable uh, to be in the studio tonight. But um, down in Orlando, uh, Baby Watch 2017 is in full effect. So we will uh, we will keep the audience posted uh, via the Twitter account as soon as there are any breakthroughs on that front yeah i'm sure t- i'm sure tim will be tweeting about it uh the second it happens <laughs> yeah uh we've there's been a lot of back and forth uh, going on with the naming of the baby mm-hmm. um he floated the uh middle name of him him cappy uh at some point and um, very good also uh the baby should be uh you know coming on the uh the rest day here w- of the tour which is um mm-hmm. Ironically, the same day that Heimar Zubeldia announced his retirement, his impending retirement. So I'm thinking middle name may have to be uh, in honor of Heimar. I mean, I think blank Heimar Hayes, or maybe it's blank Heimar Pitcher Hayes. I don't know how they're going to work it. I think it sounds good either way, personally. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think there's no way that it won't sound good with the Heimar in there. I think my recommendation I gave him earlier today is just Matthew Michaels. <laughs> I like I that. Think, 
I, like I think that. that's the best. Matthew Michaels pitcher haze. Beautiful. It, I don't know. That I don't has know how you a could real go wrong. good ring to it. And you know, we were actually joking about plural uh, names as well because uh, uh, Tom mm-hmm. Schoons was uh, from Cannondale was weighing in on the baby names. We asked him uh, oh. how he felt about plural plural first yeah. names, and he was all about it. Uh, unsurprisingly, all, so yeah, it's weird. It's strange. Yeah. Well, I hope he picks a weird one. <laughs> one of our weird suggestions but i have actually no idea what he's thinking for real for a name it, it we've only been led into these like alternate reality names yeah. that i don't believe sarah's gonna um be on board with but who knows they both like wrestlemania a lot so i think that's probably where you should look for a name to come out of that's possible personally I'm uh, unfortunately um, I'm not familiar enough with the uh, with either. the wrestling segment uh, to to be able to do anything there besides maybe Hulk is Hulk a good baby name? Hulk's a good name, Mister Misters, and change your last name to Perfect. Yeah, um, a good a good name. I mean, Mister um, Perfect Hayes could be a pretty good name actually. It's a really good name. <laughs> All right, there it is. We got it, Mister Perfect Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> um brett the hitman hayes <laughs> brett brett the perfect the perfect hayes <laughs> have have you spencer been able to watch the tour at all i have a little bit but i haven't been nearly as busy as you since yeah. i was only in attendance at this wedding yeah you know i tried my best to stay abreast of what's going on but uh, i i lost the plot a little bit earlier this week and uh i think i missed uh definitely friday saturday sunday i don't even remember if i caught thursday i think i was able well, to follow that one along yeah. I, that's the one the bar day one okay yeah not bar day uh bar gale yes that's in the polka dots yes. now so that's exciting i was excited about that because i'm glad he's he's coming through i always i really fear for the french writers who get saddled <laughs> with the like next hope and then they don't make it i just worry their world's gonna be crushed no, that was uh, that was the Bastille. Yeah, and Bastille Day, and I think it was the first. It was like the fir- first French in like twelve, thirteen years or something. So that was yes. pretty great. That yes. was good for them. Like the it was the, the wrong French writer. Country. But... Well, that's debatable. Yeah, yeah, it was the right. It was kind of the right one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got revenge though for the uh, the stage he lost by less than a millimeter. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it's good. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with that yeah. one. I was that was and, exciting. Even though he's not on my Vell Games team, I'm happy. But and you know, honestly, the the country of France is probably happier with the win on Bastille Day than they were with the uh, the tragedy of losing uh, so close earlier in the week. So yeah, that that was exciting. Unfortunately, uh, in between, we had Michael Matthews winning the stage, which. No. The whole slow ride nation. This, um, yeah. So this went, brings us to an interesting <sighs> conversation, little guy. Like, you were starting to turn a corner. I feel like on on Mister Matthews. I'll, I'll, a little I'll bit. give you the solid and refer to him as Michael. Um, okay. You know, and then you got pushed back, but I feel like that was maybe Tim. That's that's just influencing uh, well, you there. Like, how did you, how did you actually feel about? him winning ah uh, I, st- I wasn't very excited i was a little like Ugh. i mean i uh, it was a good win it was a cagey win he followed the wheels nice i don't know i was bummed 
I was hoping for somebody else. I was hoping for like Gilbert or Craig Van Aramont or Oliver Nason to win, but uh, I don't know. It's fine. I, the bigger story of the day was that, to me, is that Sky crushed it. All the other, Bardet and Iran crushed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, Aru totally missed missed the missed the move was too far back um lost a bunch of time lost the yellow jersey on what was not a day that was really billed as a big gc day and that's that's big for me is just that this tour is that close and exciting that little i don't know days that just aren't our typical gc days are are turning into gc days i mean pretty much every day from here on out is a gc day with four guys within 30 seconds of each other. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, Aru kind of uh, even took the jersey on a day that really shouldn't have shook things up in the first place, and, and Froome just, you know, he had a bad 30 seconds uh, the last 300 meters of the stage and, uh, you know, yeah. gave it up. Uh, you know, some people tried to conspiracy theory and say they did it on purpose. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh <laughs> That's crazy. I, I, think, I think if Sky could have kept the jersey from day one to day 21, they'd have been happy with that, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, I totally agree. Obvi- they've done that for the last five years, depending, de- not you know, whoever is their GC leader. I mean, that's obviously their thing. I, I don't ever believe this, like, give up the jersey stuff. Unless it's, like, the second day of the tour and you're giving the jersey to, yeah. to Kittle or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And And you don't... It's just that's insane to think you would you would be like oh let's give the jersey to a Rue. yeah let's give the jersey to a guy who's won a grand tour and <laughs> yeah. been on the podium of another grand tour yeah that sounds safe I'm sure he'll keep it real comfy and warm for me and I and I I mean the point the thing I was wanting to say was I think a Rue he's in second now 18 seconds but he seems to be in the most trouble of these GC guys because Bardet's got a good AG2R team with him. Uh, Aran's got some good guys on Cannondale to help him out, but mm-hmm. Aru, he's lost his yeah. two best help. He's lost <laughs> Fuslang, he's lost uh, Cataldo or whatever. He's in trouble. He had a strong core around him, and now they're both gone. Both went yeah. out with crashes. Yeah, it doesn't look great for Aru. Uh, I mean, you could you could say he probably arguably had the weakest team of, of, of those four you mentioned in the first place. And then, uh, yeah. and then now to lose some of those guys um, certainly doesn't help. Um, no, and I mean, but in a way, obviously, I don't think he gave the jersey away. But in a way, I think it's better for him to be in this position um, yeah. with a couple hard days coming, is because he's a better in a better position to attack. He's true. He doesn't have the team to defend. Now, now we know Sky has the 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 Borg. You know, the bigger, better team. The more guys are there, whatever. But. Are they all on the same page? This has been a question that's been coming up. I, I think the they deal are. Deal with Landa in your in your best Seinfeld <laughs> voice, right? I mean, I think the deal with Landa is that he's he should be a team leader. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's at a minute seventeen. Yeah. While working for Froome, obviously, I think he could be contending, and so in a different world where Landa's on another team. He's within 30 seconds of Froome. And in a different world where uh, Richie Port uh, didn't got his hands out of the tri-bars quick enough so he didn't crash Dan Martin. <laughs> yeah. um, Dan Martin's at 
you know, only, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at, I'm sure there's a oh, graph out there of telling it, you where Dan Martin lost time other than falling down when Richie Port hit him. He'd and, be, he'd be within a second or so. Yeah. Okay. And he's, he's been super strong. He's been willing to attack. Obviously he's in a better position to attack cause he's farther down to let him a little bit, but you know, he's in a minute 12. I, that's what's good about this tour is there's been years where when a guy's a minute 12 off, we're like losing it with excitement that there might yeah. be yeah. something to happen. And that's fifth and sixth place, yeah. you know, right now. Yeah. Even Yates is only two minutes, man, and seventh. I don't know. He hasn't looked that fresh. Some of the quotes from Landa, uh, you know, are are leading many to believe that he's definitely not going to be with Sky next year. He's like, oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not coming back to the tour to be to play second fiddle and things like this. I, I believe I saw somewhere that the, the rumor is movie star. Does that make any sense to you? Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. I well, I guess. I mean, I guess it. I don't know. I guess no, that doesn't make any sense. They have too many guys. I mean, Betancourt should be a GC rider. Quintana, if they don't override him, uh, Valverde. Maybe sure. they. Maybe they sure. know something about Valverde's knee that we don't know yet. Unfortunately, I. Th- I think they know it's thirty-eight years old. Is what they know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense in that. I don't know how old Landa is, but Landa's one. He's Spanish, yeah, and yeah, he's not that old. Um, yep. He's twenty-seven, so he's got five, six years, you know, at least. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I guess right. it makes sense. I'll give now, it the. So, so with so all the these look. with all these other teams nipping at uh, Sky's heels, uh, Landa aside, uh, we'll just assume he's gonna you know do what he's told and earn his paycheck. Um, but you got Cannondale, like you said, you got AG2R, you got Quick Step guys, all breathing down Chris Froome's neck. What happens? Like, can these teams all get together, or is it just going to be everybody follow Froome around? Uh, you know, like, do you do you see any coup d'état happening? Like, it's better for someone to win than for all of us to lose, kind of situation. I can see. I don't see Cannondale going crazy because I think I think they would be over the moon with a podium. But I see Bardet. And I kind of see Dan Martin and Quick Step. I can see Quick Step ambushing. You know, yeah. They're they obviously don't have a team that we think of as a good GC team. Like I yeah. can't think of a guy who's there to help Dan Martin <laughs> at all. I mean, obviously he's yeah. got he's got Stybar and he's got he's got Stybar and he's got you know uh, Gilbert and stuff, but they yeah. haven't been there to help him in the mountains. But you know, I can see there being a stage that suits those guys a little bit more, something that's not crazy mountains, and the GC guys sort of let their guard down for a second. I mean, because Dan Martin's been, like, attacking on the flats into headwinds and stuff. He yeah. just needs one of those times to happen when Gilbert's around. Yeah. And yeah. He, j- he just suddenly sneaks away and takes Quick a minute. Quickstep is very good at, like, figuring out when those moments can be forced you know what i mean like yeah. when when the yeah. atmosphere is right when it normally wouldn't happen because it's a stage race and people just oh it's flat here we just roll around until we get to the next challenge uh but they'll seize those opportunities uh and treat them like a, a like a spring classic and really try and blow things up and and they can wreak havoc we've seen it happen before uh you know with contador making time or or somebody like that over everybody else and uh yeah. Yeah, they could they could potentially pull some craziness. Uh that would be very interesting. I I'm really excited about this last week. 
Um, I know you might not get to watch it because you'll be freaking bunny hopping fat bikes on a volcano. Lame. But <laughs> not fat bikes, just regular mountain bikes. What? Oh, just oh. Now it's now it is lame. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm that so will be confused. actually super cool. But I'm very excited about this last this last week of the tour. This this seems like it it could be and it it might let me down, but it could be one of the more exciting grand tour weeks yeah. I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it's it's all the ingredients are there, and I don't know if you saw this from the rest day, but we got some classic Dave Brailsford being a total dick mm-hmm. today, and not <laughs> allowing a cycling news reporter yes. oh, in I, yes. into the thing, and just Sky just. And I don't know if they do this on purpose, but they are just playing to the, like, evil empire dark side. And my favorite part of this exchange is that the reporter then said, you know, the last time someone didn't let a reporter into a news conference, it was Brunel. Oh, shit. And Brailsford was like, are you fucking accusing me of running a doping program? And he's like, I don't know. There's this whole inquiry, isn't there? There's a jiffy bag. I don't know if it was as smooth as that because I read that on Cycling News, but I really hope that reporter just casually threw that back, like, "Oh man, kind of Brunelish, dude." Yeah, Brunelsford. Yeah, they're I don't like they're that not dude. They're not doing themselves any favors, are they? And uh, yeah, none. I mean, if anything has shown us uh, uh, to be true in the past, it's it's you just don't piss off journalists because they'll they'll <laughs> find a way to screw you. You know, like that's where we get all our news like (laughs) what the hell well and like there's only so many cycling out outlets right so so what what happens if all of them are like okay we're just gonna stop talking about sky and they start writing their team their write-ups of the stage and they just start sort of like don't really mention Froome at all or or the word sky and like the sponsors don't get any press like they run photos of other guys like that would be crazy yeah, yeah, it is a give and take relationship, and I, yeah, I mean, Bracelet. Obviously, I haven't seen anything that's been written that's been has seemed out of line or has seemed. I mean, other than reporting the facts and the fact that he also doesn't answer questions and no one can account for the freaking jiffy bag and and all the various uh, murky dealings of Sky through the years. I mean, and like you said, they don't do themselves any favors by making everything seem more sinister than it is and right. not and not i just like and, yeah you just you're just making it harder for yourself for no real reason like have a press conference and just like sort of you know how politicians do it you ask a question you say oh that's a great question let me tell you about something totally different yeah. like it's not that hard right like no what, and, and what are they worried about i feel like the fact that Froome's only up by 18 seconds and and they're they're in a competitive race it helps that this is a year for them to gain fans and for yeah. them to gain uh, you know, people believing that they're not and they're not just like steamrolling the race they're obviously the strongest team in the race but they're not they're the strongest team in the race and they've still got f- three dudes within 30 seconds of their leader right so like yeah you can't i just you can't it's not a year where you can throw doping allegations at everyone on sky and have it just be super easy when when yeah. everyone's pretty even you know um but then brailsford's well, just like well i better fucking throw that out the window 
Speaking uh, of pretty even, do you know where things are not very even right now? Among, uh, <laughs> among, well, uh, among the three of us, anyway. Among um, the three of us, uh, it's Velo Games, where I think I'm beating you guys. I I think, uh, you know, I haven't checked the math on the Velo Games logarithms here to make sure mm. everything's adding up correctly, but as of now... Uh, the Kobo rules team of, of little guy is is definitely about a thousand points ahead of me, and five hundred or so ahead of Tim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now Spencer. I'm gonna make some of that back when Aru does win the tour. Um, but uh, yeah, if that happens, you will. That's it's true. It's a pretty big gap still, and that's a big ask. As we just <laughs> talked about, yeah, that's so. going to be tough. He could be up there, and that's going to help you, but then I'm probably going to have Bardet and Iran up there. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm going to say my loss of, uh, of, of Valverde early uh, definitely hampered my yeah. my chances from day one. Um, it did, but I will say in my defense, my, lof- my loss of Micah, Gessink, <laughs> and Fuslang has hurt me, and you, yes. you've got to admit, I know the not guys you pick, but if Fuslang was still in the race, he'd be top 10 still. Yeah. That would hurt. Yeah. If no. Gessick was in the race, he would definitely be fighting for that but polka dot, and Micah too. Ugh, it's true, me. and and Timmy's, Timmy's making up some ground. He he, uh, he scored some points with Molemo uh, getting in a stage the other day. Um, but all of us, all of us pale in comparison to yeah. our league's leader, the Slow Ride uh, Podcast Velo Games League uh, team, leading with forty-seven hundred fifty-two points. That's is, insane. Uh, the team name is Ride Argyle uh, by Miss Roubaix, uh, friend of the podcast Ruby Roubaix's better half, is destroying everyone. It's yeah. incredible. Um, she came out of the gates hard. Uh, she's 241st out of all 54,000 people playing Velo games uh, with w- all this with Pino on our team. Let's, well, let's put that I was going to say, no Froome. And, uh, this no is Froome. an interesting strategy in that she has uh, two guys fighting for the green jersey who have amassed an insane amount of points. Matthews has 1,020 points. Yep. And, and Kittle. Kittle has uh, 1,295. And that's just green jersey points. That doesn't mention Aru and Bardet, yep. and then and then she got a stage win with Malema, which is it's craziness. Tim got a that stage helped. win with Malema too, and yeah. I just didn't I did not see that happening. But no, me awesome. either. <laughs> but maybe this is a strategy: is like you just try to pick two or three guys going for the green jersey, and and you know you get one, two, three in the green jersey, and that's the race right there. I mean, we'll see when it all it all shakes out at the end but holy cow that wasn't a strategy i ever thought of mostly because i don't i don't think about sprinters but yeah i i didn't put enough thought into the sprinters either because i was like well sagan's gonna walk away with it which i think is what 95 percent of people did yeah uh anyone who picked kittle is a happy camper and is is walking away with a, a lot of points in hand over well, most of the rest of us same second points uh second place cycle pass uh, also has Kittle. And I got to say, they're getting a lot of points out of Nieve and Kwiatowski for helper mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. That's that's some sneaky good picks. 423 points out of Nieve, 475 to Kwiatowski. 
that's the, I mean they haven't won anything. They've just been there set in pace and they have more points than some yeah. people's leaders. They yeah. have almost as many points as Barday. That's crazy. These, and, these top these top two teams in the league, yeah, both followed the rules here. Uh no Froom and no Quintana. So And that I know it's gonna shake out at the end, but currently Kwiatowski and Nieve each individually have more points than Yates. Yates has three hundred ninety six. He's what, seventh overall on G C yeah. and he he has He's he's garnered less points than two guys that are just setting pace on the mountains. Um, and I gotta say, is there? Do you get points at the end for competitive prize? Is there at, like velo game points for that? Because if there is, I don't think so. <laughs> Cycle Paz is gonna clean up with Degent because we all know Degent's winning the most competitive rider of the tour. He has to. Has that guy been in the break every day? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't know if he knows how to sit in the pack. I think him and Steve Cummings are like yin and yang. Steve Cummings only knows how to be at the back of the pack or off the front, whereas DeGent only knows how to be off the front every day. Yeah. No, it's true. Even if it's for like, even if it's like you read later, uh, DeGent got in the early break and the break got caught after the first 30K, he still does it. Yeah. Every day. I like that guy. I can't believe that um, was that one year he couldn't get a contract. Yeah, so weird. As as usual, we've got a ton of uh, competition here. There's, I haven't even counted all the teams, but we got to be close to 200 teams in this league. Uh, you guys Which are awesome. Great. It's out of yeah. control. The team names, as always, on point. Uh, George Hincapi. George Hincapi's top corner uh, is one of the teams. They're uh, up there in the top uh, 10%, I'd say, uh, along with my eBay watch list. So that's another <laughs> another solid one. Um, man, so many good. I'm just scrolling through here, trying to find some other ones to shout out. Um, give me some elbow room. That's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> the give the Alma GP. Elbow. Not not a not a very creative name, but the Alma GP uh, up there. I see it doing very well in the standings. A uh, longtime listener and fan of this show. Uh, yeah, man. Mm. See anything you're you're loving here? Uh, I don't know. There's kind of too many. It's like <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to. I mean, I, I obviously don't like any of the ones that are above me. I think they're stupid. Hmm. And, interesting. And their team names are bad. Um. It's an interesting strategy. I. I, I mean, know. it's just the fact they're just. I mean, I can't long. really use that one personally because if i do that i'm gonna alienate like 90 percent of our listeners i'm um i would say there's one that's ahead of me i'm really partial to which is i can feel it coming in the air tonight all one <laughs> word um anytime phil collins is referenced uh you know you're <laughs> gonna get a killer team um and they're actually kicking my ass with 3500 points currently they got fru moran bennett chavez who's scored no, no points uh wow chavez we even remember Chavez was in this race. Matthew uh, no. Sagan, Cummings, Stybar, Quintana. I know he was had some injuries, but how the it's mighty from last year have fallen. Um, good team, beautiful name, and beautiful drum sound. Yeah, you know we have we have two two teams in the league, both named Welcome to the Jungles. That's that's pretty good <laughs> for Bob Jungles, of course. Um, yeah, I'm glad we have so many people that into this podcast that think alike <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can appreciate that i can appreciate that so 
Uh, keep it up. All these all these uh, team names are great. Um, the league is awesome. You guys are most of you are destroying me uh, in in a good portion of you are destroying all three of us. So yeah, uh, you know as always, um, you know we're we're probably out here taking a taking a few more risks. Trying to trying to find those deep cuts, uh, and other people are mm-hmm. just uh, smarter than us, you know. Mitch, yeah. Mitch Dockers Miset is here. Uh, that's Nigel. He he wrote a set email while catching uh, Mitch Dockers Miset at a race. Um, oh yeah, remember that? That was great. Yeah, that's some good so, teams. Uh, I yeah, I wish you guys would slow down. of Sandy's Casar uh, is here. So <laughs> yeah, stop beating me, everybody. I mean, I'm happy I'm beating. You and Timmy, but man, a lot of people are whoop- whooping my asses. Boston Hagen Dawes, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, it's good stuff. There's one there. Uh, the 30th anniversary victory tour uh, brought to you by Kent Herbeck and Stephen Roach. <laughs> Stephen Roach and Kent Herbeck. <laughs> that's the 87, true. I mean, 87. 87 a lot. I think I'm sure the number of times either Roach or Herbeck has has been mentioned in the same sentence it's very few probably only on this podcast (laughs) (sighs) beautiful days though um Um, i don't know what i was i feel like there's something else i was going to mention but yeah go ahead i can't think of it right now well i was going to take this opportunity to swing us over into the pre-map ah swing us over don't chop my wheel while you do it though slow ride podcast Messi Brachel, uh, think of Saxon. I'm Lauren Stevens, and I'm here at the World Championships Road Race. This is Liam from Podium Insight. It's Rasan Bahadi. I'm Alex Dowser, and normally I'm racing for Movie Star. Here I'm racing for Team GB. You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Who are we riding for today, son? Uh, today we are actually riding for Wide Angle Podium Network, uh, which the slow ride podcast is a part of as you Indeed. well know um mm. we're a member member supported uh donor driven network um you know so we rely on uh on the, the financial contributions from listeners like you um so if you enjoy this show i would uh, suggest you check out wideanglepodium.com where you're going to find uh, a, a whole bunch of other cycling-related podcasts, and I'm sure you will find some things that you like if you enjoy this show. Uh, for instance, Crosshairs Radio, uh, great show. They're covering a lot of mountain bike stuff. Uh, they had some correspondence out this weekend. Uh, they sent their embedded reporter, Luke Warm, who I, <laughs> sounds familiar. He sounds really um, familiar. I talked to him, and I just couldn't place the face, but the voice was, was very... Spot on, yeah. 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 Um, so we're going to actually, they, they sent us some, some files from that. So we're actually going to include some of the, uh, the mm-hmm. on the ground reporting, um, by, by their, their reporter, Luke Warm. So, uh, that's going to be embedded cool. later in our show. Excellent. Um, also other great shows on there. Like we got to hang out on a bicycle program, consummate athlete and, and more. So check that out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if we tickle your fancy, we'd appreciate, uh, you know, signing up and, uh, becoming a member. Um, please do we've we've also released a, a new show recently on there they've got one episode up uh laser radio uh brought to you by laser helmets um so check that one out as well they've got an interview with brad huff um should be pretty interesting 
That's pretty um, cool. I li- I li- I was catching up on the the bicycle cross uh, bike bike shop cross show the oh, other yeah. day, um, which I was ex- I was excited about. And Another good uh, show. they talk about canties. Um, <laughs> and so I don't know if those guys heard me, but I did. I did work on an ergo lever. You guys, Are you proud of me? <laughs> Waiting for that one to drop. Yeah, they <laughs> they probably had to do some research. Uh, to you know, know what they were talking about for that. Nah, they've, I'm sure they've done it before. But um, <laughs> anyway, it's a good show. Check it yeah. out. Um, and of course, uh, this podcast is supported by Health IQ. Um, mm-hmm. Health IQ is a life insurance company that celebrates the health conscious, including cyclists. Um, so you can go to healthiq.com/slowride to learn some more and get a free quote. Uh, they've got FAQ page there. So you can learn all about what uh, what you're getting into. But essentially how it boils down is uh, you take a quiz about cycling. Um, you know you you know what cycling is. It's not that hard. Um, if you ride your bike a couple times a week, um, getting in 50 miles a week or so, uh, you can find some savings uh, with Health IQ. And yeah. what they'll do is they'll uh, they'll judge your knowledge. They'll they'll kind of use that quiz as a proving ground, you know, to, to prove that, you know, what you're talking about when it comes to, uh, when it comes to bikes. So if you can score elite, bam, you're saving money. Boom. You can send them your Strava files and they'll be like, okay, yeah, you're, you're legit. We'll, we'll find you some more savings. Um, you know, you got That's some nice. weird stuff going on. You're gluten-free or your, uh, you know, you've got a low heart rate, resting heart rate, things like this, that other companies are going to maybe ding you for and say, mm, that's kind of an oddball thing. Health IQ uh, knows how to work with uh, work with that kind of stuff uh, to keep you um, paying less. So that's, that's nice. That's just added motivation uh, for me to crush all Jordan Cullen's uh, Strava <laughs> Strava wins. Because not only will I crush Jordan Strava and and be the coolest guy in town, but I'll save money on my life insurance. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's yeah. a win win. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and I mean that this, this uh, isn't just for cyclists. So if you're a triathlete and you found this show somehow, uh, how did they you can, do that? Yeah, I'm not sure, but they can help hey, you. Thanks. If you're maybe you're better at running than you are biking, that's fine. Take the running quiz. Yeah. Um, you know they have that for for vegans, weightlifters, swimmers, all kinds of stuff. So um, pick your strength. Go take the quiz. See if you can score elite. Um, I, I bet you can using the knowledge you glean here from the slow ride podcast. So yeah, we're basically like a cheat sheet for how to that's, get lower. It's pretty much rates. it. It's pretty much yeah. it. Like, yeah, you know, like you, you know, you know how good you are, uh, because you're listening to slow ride and mm-hmm. health IQ knows how good we are. Uh, and that's why they're supporting us, you know? Yeah. And they know that you as a cyclist, have a 22% lower cancer risk rate, a 50% lower heart rate or heart risk rate and a 34% less risk less risk of early death. Those are crazy numbers. Those are uh, crazy so numbers. Keep riding, you guys. <laughs> like keep riding and uh and uh visit healthiq.com/slowride and um save yourself some money while you're doing it. Yeah, thanks I for mean, doing it. We all know we're not going to win any prize money at these races, so you may as well uh get some <laughs> earn some bucks somewhere right uh what i had big plans uh to win prize money this uh next weekend when i'm planning on doing some crits i haven't signed up for them yet but is that how you're planning to pay your mortgage little guy because you may want to rethink that financial strategy 
shoot. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll go to work this week <laughs> instead. Unless your name is uh, Mrs. Roubaix and you're TM Ride Argyle and you are uh, 200 and something uh, in the Velo Games League, I don't think you're making any money doing anything with bikes. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> it's been a long time since I made any money at a bike race. Or been to a bike race. For fuck's sake, kid. This is Adam fucking Myerson, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Um, so you're gonna, that, that, that segues us into this part. Tim's probably not gonna be riding a bike next week. I'm gonna try to do some crits next weekend. I'm, I'm putting it out there so I make myself do it. You are gonna, and I alluded to this earlier, you're gonna ride a mountain bike on a volcano in the coming week. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, that's cool. I hope it's as cool as it sounds. I don't know how it couldn't be. It sounds awesome. I think it's gonna be. I'll I'll have a full report, but uh, okay. yeah, we are uh, we are leaving tomorrow. We're gonna go to Iceland. We're gonna awesome. ride mountain bikes on volcanoes, and uh, it's gonna be rad. So I'll have the full report. So that's a slow ride exclusive. You're not getting that in another <laughs> podcast. At least I don't think you are. Probably volcano not. mountain biking. Yeah, probably not. What is there? There's probably now. Now we'll go search later, and there'll be a specific volcano cycling cast. I'm like, what the hell. Um, well, all right. Have fun in Iceland. I'm gonna be here in Minnesota, glued to my computer screen, screaming at Iran to attack. Um, do, do crossing think, my fingers. Do you think know. he'll do it in the fifty three eleven now? Now that he knows it works, I, that would be pretty sweet if he just he knows now that he has no use for smaller gears. <laughs> <laughs> um that he'll yeah. just you'll see him just drop the cluster and be like uh-oh <laughs> boom <laughs> mashes out a huge sprint um no but i i'm i'm i think Froome's gonna win but i think iran's gonna be on the podium and Bardet, and i think dan martin's gonna be off but only because of that fall uh, but and but so still richie porta christmas card yeah he'll still get first american which is pretty important yeah first american um, that's right. my pick. That's well, what I think. Probably first, uh, first American since uh, Hincapie did it all those years ago. Yeah, man, beautiful. <laughs> um, so, so this is the point in the show that I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna turn it over to those recordings we were sent uh, by, by Crosshairs Radio, uh, who who sent their uh, embedded reporter Luke Warm, uh, who works for them now, I guess. Um, Let's see how that happened, but okay. I, yeah, I think we fired him. I think he just wasn't that good. Um, so of course they they picked him up because uh, <laughs> we're you know, picking up our our castaways. I mean, as usual, right? Uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna play those uh, clips here. Uh, they got a few interviews from uh, from the event of the weekend, uh, which was uh, of course my wedding. All right, this is a. Uh... Luke Warm here with Adam Myers and Adam I'm at this event and I got my pit bike with me and I'm not really sure what to do with it can you can you help me out at all I mean we are in Somerville everybody's got a pit bike in Somerville so you won't be out of place here you can just uh you can just lock it to the fence like all the other cool kids you'll be fine 
I, I I saw I, I got here a little late and I saw some of the earlier events. I saw you up on the podium. It looked like you had won. You were standing in the middle. Can you explain a little bit about that podium ceremony? Yeah, it was a three-person podium. <laughs> I was on the center step, but um, it was one of those things where I, I also had to run the podium ceremony. So, you know, as usual, I got a bunch of different jobs here. So you're kind of like promoter, but also like finding time. Did you did you feel like in your performance any promoter legs? Uh, yeah, well, I'm mixing it with childcare, and I think that was the biggest challenge for the day. But that's you know the life of a master's efficient, marriage efficient. Any, as, yeah. Any talk of having having the uh, the kid up on the uh, on the podium with you while you're doing the ceremony? Yeah, if he had learned to read, he probably could have helped out. But it's that's still a little premature for him, and um, he's also quite a show stealer. And so we thought maybe we'd make it about Alex and Spencer instead of me and the baby for a change. Were you surprised with the results here? I mean, early race predictors, I don't know. With Alex and Spencer, did you did you see them coming out on top of this? <laughs> they did a really good job uh, with the event today. Um, I thought their performance was strong. Um, I was luckily close enough to hear their, uh, uh, their comments about the event, and I know the rest of the audience didn't, uh, didn't, didn't quite get it. But I can tell you that the things they said to each other were quite special. Any uh, bar mitzvahs or brisses planned for you in the near future? I'm still a little scarred from when I split my pants breakdancing at my cousin's bar mitzvah back in uh, 82. So I'm going to keep those kinds of activities to a minimum. It's very triggering for me. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> All right. This is Luke Warm here. We're, we're uh, broadcasting live from the Alex and Spencer wedding here here with the little guy little guy this is the strangest race i've ever been to i'm not sure where the start line is yeah i'm not sure the start line the finish line the preem i don't know where any of it is i'm pretty sure though i got the king of the mountains i i noticed that a uh, super rookie is not here the rumor is that he was driving up from florida made it to Asheville, <laughs> and then got lost in the parking lot at the biltmore that sounds about right i hear that parking lot's pretty terrible <laughs> Um, yeah, he couldn't make it, unfortunately. But if he did, he'd, he'd think he had a flat tire. Is it true that he's trying to upstage Spencer's wedding by having a baby on the same day? Man, it sure does seem like it, doesn't it? <laughs> you could do one thing to try to upstage a wedding, to have a baby. Uh, any any uh, any podium predictions here for the uh, for this event? Well, I don't know how you decide Spencer or Alex for first. I think that's the that's the big discussion. They've been reviewing the photo for a while, and no one can really tell. As far as podium etiquette goes, can you give us a rundown on Adam Myerson's suit? <laughs> I think I think it's podium approved. I think. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. All right. This is uh, Luke Warm uh, here with Spencer. How um, nailed it. Yeah, uh, happy with your result today? Pretty happy with the result, yeah. I, uh, I don't think it actually could have went better. So, um, yeah, the whole team really pulled together and made this one happen today. Race predictor really didn't have you up there high when, uh, you know, we looked at this uh, at the beginning of the season, but it seems like seems like you got your act together. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's had its ups and downs, uh, but, yeah, things have been tracking good lately. So, uh, yeah, I... Uh, I came here uh, looking for uh, a result. I had one result in mind, and, uh, and I was able to uh, achieve that. So, yeah. Uh, looking at the podium today, it looked like uh, Meyerson in the top spot. What's going on there? But um, I, I like that it was only a three-person three, three podium. That was good. Well, yeah, you got to keep it legit. I mean, uh, Meyerson, um, 
you know, he's getting up there. He's racing Masters now, so he may have been a little confused. I don't think he was on the, he was supposed to be on the top stop, uh, but uh, he ended up there somehow. And uh, you know, we kind of let him have it because uh, he. Uh, Used more it, more he, like just not telling the old man that he, he's in the wrong spot? Potentially uh, illegal elbow. Ah. Uh, he gave a little speech there. It was sort of reminiscent of um, Do You Believe in Miracles? Uh, with uh, <laughs> Wait, that was the hockey one. Yeah. And what was the Lance one? Uh, uh, I oh, can't man, believe you, or uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry if you don't believe sorry in miracles. Sorry you don't believe yeah, in miracles, yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of reminiscent of that, your, your thoughts? A little bit, yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we do believe in miracles around here. And, um, yeah, I mean. So what's next on the schedule? Well, uh, we're, we're going to tour Iceland next. Uh, should be good. Um, there's going to be some, a lot of different stages there. So, uh, you know, we'll see what comes up. But uh, I think we're ready for it. Uh any, there, there, there's a, a uh, theory going around. I, I talked to a little guy about this uh, earlier that uh, Super Rookie, they, they actually um, did artificial insemination for this date to make sure that they were able to upstage you with a child during your wedding. Yeah, uh, typical rookie move. Um, wouldn't put it past him at all. Uh, I haven't gotten any, um, any confirmation of that, but... Uh, definitely definitely is suspicious and uh you know he's a guy who's got a track record of um you know uh not always uh being on the ball 100 percent. so all right thanks spencer this is a, a lukewarm and we'll see you at the next uh race or bar mitzvah bris possibly uh graduation all right sounds good thanks luke So there you have it, straight from the mouth of those who were there at the event. Uh, sounded like it went off without a hitch. Um, yeah. A lot of interesting opinions there. We're going to have to uh, maybe do our own reporting. We can't trust uh, Crosshairs Radio for accurate news. Uh, you know, people no. know to come to the Slow Ride podcast for that sort of thing. So, um, you know, we'll have to do, we'll have to get our fact checkers on it and see see what the actual story is. But um we want to thank Bill for uh, for giving us that content um, to fill in the gap for Tim. I'm sure everyone appreciates uh, having something to fill the d- giant void that Tim leaves uh, not being here uh, as we continue Tim. Baby Watch 2017. Um, yep. But we want to thank you all for uh, tuning in this week to the Slow Ride Podcast. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, we'd also like to thank... DJ BK1 from Rhyme Sayers Entertainment for the intro and outro music to the podcast. And the playlist at your wedding, which I just remembered was was by BK, and it was a great playlist, I have to say. There's some good jams. I danced with my baby to it. Um, <laughs> so, good work, man. Yeah, he, he absolutely crushed it. I couldn't be happier. with. I got tons of compliments on the music, which... Really made me happy because uh, I knew he put a ton of work into it. And he, he told me over and over again that he was really excited to do it and it was a really fun project. But he was like, it's so weird to to DJ a party that you're not at, that you can't see because you can't react to the crowd, you know? Like, you yeah. Can't be like, oh, they're, they're feeling this. I'm going to keep this kind of vibe going or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. He was like, this is a totally unique challenge and really cool. So yeah, he, he had fun doing it, and I think he totally crushed it. So, uh, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, maybe I'll put that up as a bonus content on the uh, 
Slowride podcast or on the uh, Wide Angle Podium Network. <laughs> oh, you should. It was good. It was definitely good. It was, yeah, it flowed. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, it was awesome. He crushed it. Um, so thanks to BK1, uh, Rhymesayers Entertainment, Rhymesayers.com. Check him out. Uh, buy his albums. He's got a couple of projects up there. It's rad. Um, thanks to everybody who tweets uh, about the show and with the show on Twitter um, at the Slow Ride Pod. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, I know Tim's been engaged while he's in the hospital there, so uh, keep him entertained. He's bored. Uh, you know, he's kind of sitting in that waiting room a lot. So yeah. um, we appreciate that. You can always tweet us there. You can find us on Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod. You can email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you don't already, for some reason, subscribe to us on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, tell your friends to. That's the only way this show grows. We don't advertise it anywhere, so we, we kind of yeah. actually rely on you guys to tell your riding buddies and your friends, like, hey, man, check out this show. Send it out to the listserv. You know, I know you're on a listserv for your bike team. <laughs> you know, you guys are. are always sending emails about the dumbest shit all the time anyway, so just throw some more out there. Put it in the old fire hose and, and blast it out into the ethernet for us. We'd appreciate it. Um... Anyway, we'll catch up with you guys again next week. Uh, and uh, Tim in Orlando absolutely is bidding you adieu. And, uh, <laughs> uh, it's Matt in Minneapolis. I bid you adieu as well. <laughs> and this is Spencer in Boston. Uh, and I'm going to always, I'm going to remind you to always wave at your fellow spandex wearing nerds uh, that you pass out on the road. Like, we got to keep that going. You got to wave. There's no reason not to. You don't have a valid I'm, excuse. I'm assuming you wave on a volcano, too. If I see another rider on that volcano, I'm sure as hell going to wave at him. All right, good. I just want to make sure. <laughs>